you guys. Super Bowl, Super Bowl Sunday. I'm, I'm good. Chilling. I'm chilling. <laughs> what did you guys think? Um, well, that was unexpected. <laughs> um, Very unexpected. And that's I one mean, way to say it. That halftime show just. <laughs> no the Eminem no, commercial I, I I agree I agree the Eminem commercial was <laughs> very surprising yes yes no completely but <laughs> before we actually get started welcome everyone to the sports bar podcast I am your host Andrew Crisp and I'm I'm joined here with Pocho Cuellar and Stefano Barbano <laughs> hey everybody yo yo so yeah, what, what what did you guys think about the game, other than unexpected? Um, well, obviously, Tampa won thirty-one to nine against the reigning champs. Um, Brady, you know, if if there was any doubt, he's the goat. He really, you know, put that to bed. Uh, he he did essentially, you know, he said, "Look, the team can be incredible, and you know, you can say that he won because of the Patriots." So he left, got a new coach, got a new team, kept Gronk. But um, other than that, you know, it's completely different players, and he still did it again. So he really showed his kind of his metal, his ability. And honestly, it was a game about the Tampa Bay defense. They really neutralized Kansas City, right? They totally did not allow Mahomes to really get any long plays happening. And, and Mahomes did really well, but the defense prevented anything from happening with any of his passes. It, they put a lot of pressure on him, made him get out of the pocket a lot. And I think that, that's where the game was won. Kansas City just couldn't score. Yeah, Steph, what do you think? Well, uh, on my end, I guess the Chiefs finally answer the question of what if the second quarter, you know, the second half Falcons played an entire game like that? <laughs> <laughs> right? Oh, man. It, it really seemed like they couldn't do absolutely anything. They you know, couldn't it rem- do anything. It reminded me of, of the, the Falcons, you know, in, the, in that famous second half of 28-3, and they, they somehow lose. Like, they really, really couldn't do anything. I mean, you could say that, you know, the Chiefs were missing. Both of their tackles, their starting tackles were injured. Um, you know, you, you could say that they were distracted by the off-the-field stuff that happened recently with their linebacker coach. Uh, but at the end of the day, they, they just looked terrible. They, they they didn't do anything on offense. They couldn't do anything on defense. And, you know, I figured that the Buccaneers, with a very simple game plan, managed to just score some easy touchdowns. It's not like, you know, every Super Bowl has that one play where you say, like, wow, what a catch. Wow, you know, this play made the Super Bowl. I feel like the Buccaneers didn't need that one play. And I think that says a lot. I agree with Carson. I, I also think there was one big part that, hurt Kansas City and that was the fact that they just kept holding every single play they've yeah, done it all season they had they've a lot it, of fouls against all them. season they've done it all season they just happened to get called on it in the biggest game of the year because they, right, they that's how they play you gotta adapt right I mean there's a kind of thing you realize these refs are calling holding every time you gotta adapt you gotta say okay then let's not hold every play so if we stop them we actually stop them right I mean Oh yeah, I agree. But I, I think their playing their play style fits to that aggressiveness because if you see the defensive backs from Kansas City, none of them are particularly tall and long, right? They're they're all they're all pretty pretty standard, you know, normal size. They're they're not gonna they're not gonna like you know out jump Mike Evans. You know, they're not gonna 
do anything special. They're, they're athletes, but they're not big athletes. So, you know, they play to that strength to be able to kind of bother you here and there. It just seemed like they were, you know, they got called on it and they weren't ready to, like you say, they weren't ready to adapt because there's, you know, what could they do against Gronk? You know, I think Gronk was like the tallest person on the field every single play. So, you know, what can, mm-hmm. what can you do against them? Let, let's think about also some of the disadvantages that I would say um, Kansas City had because their offensive line, or they had to deal with a lot of injuries, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, both of their tackles. But again, I think that's a case where you can actually game plan for that, right? You, don't, you can't game plan to a certain degree that the refs are going to call everything you've done all season a holding in the Super Bowl. But you can game plan if you know your both of your tackles are out and you know Jason Pierre-Paul and Ndamukong Sue from Tampa Bay are coming after you. You can game plan against that. And I don't think they did. I don't think they, they worked on the correct stuff to break down that defense and to allow them to actually take a couple of shots downfield. I mean, I generally feel that the Chiefs did not prepare for the defense that the Buccaneers had become but more for the defense that they had played against on Thanksgiving, right? Where, you know, they, they found a way through. They won that game. They had a very good first quarter. But they didn't seem to see all the lessons from the playoffs, right? The Buccaneers got to the playoffs in big part, obviously, because of Brady, but also because their defense solidified, right? It, it prevented a lot of great quarterbacks from actually having great games. And Kansas City should have noticed. They should have adapted. They should have found a way, okay, we know they're going to rush – and Mahomes, we know they're going to have some safeties back. What can we do about it? And they didn't, right? I mean, if you think about why Harold wasn't involved enough until the very end of the game, it's because they, he was always covered and they hadn't considered how that might affect the game. And that to me is just bad planning from the coach. And they, I'm sure, you know, he's had all these other things happening um, you know, out of the sport, but it doesn't change the fact that that's where I think the mistake was. It was a, a kind of a, a tactical victory for the Tampa Bay coach because he managed to stop one of the best offenses in the league, one of the best quarterbacks, you know, didn't get a single touchdown while his defense, uh, while, while his offense was able to break through a strong defense over and over again. And remember, and they scored all the points in three quarters. Imagine if Tampa Bay had tried in the fourth quarter, right? If they had actually been looking to score again, could have been a much bigger score. So, Considering how they played when they played back in November to how they played today, I remember back then or a while ago, we did an episode where we said, where Pocho, we kind of laughed at you because you said Tampa Bay was a contender. Hey, sure. I'm just really good at sports, all right? That's true. <laughs> sure, sure. And you know, they won IOT. You'll get a beer. From my part. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I, mean, I also said the Dolphins were a contender, so maybe it balances out. But uh, <laughs> yeah, that, that was... <laughs> so it's a Florida team. You got a Florida team, so at least you're correct in that way. But so back then, Tampa Bay did not have the best defense. How did that improve? Because they had a really strong defense this game. Their safeties. I think it was their safeties. So, so like Tampa Bay, right after their bye week, uh, they were one of the more popular teams that played a cover two or a back two with their safeties. And they just seemed to like fit in into their system. Like 
no matter what, no matter where Tyreek Hill ran, no matter where, uh, you know, Travis Kelsey was going, um, they had cover at the back, right? And when you have two people, two safeties at the back and a good defensive rush, you know, those two things together make a pretty, pretty dominant defense. And I think that's exactly what they did. They played to their strengths. They got to the quarterback and not only that, but they prevented any type of deep passes by just covering out every, anything that would, what, that would go past 15, 20 yards, right? Because you never know with Mahomes. Like, it just seemed like he just ran around the whole game. Like, as soon as he snapped the ball, he was running for his life. So, you know, big props to the safeties. My, that's my biggest take. Like, the safeties played an outstanding game. That's their biggest change uh, that they had after their bye week. And then, you know, once they played Kansas City that one time, you know, they, they kind of adapted. They knew what to do. They knew they could do it. And I think that belief carried them, you know, and eventually got them the Super Bowl. Yeah, so it seemed how Mahomes, Mahomes couldn't do anything. And I don't know whether it was because he didn't have an, an offensive line or, or his receivers weren't open whenever he, he tried to pass the ball or if his tactics with the coach or whatever weren't, weren't going that way. But it just seemed like he couldn't do anything throughout the whole game. You see, I think it's because of other people. Because I thought Mahomes, like, if you only look at what he was trying to do, I mean, he was saving the team, right? Any other quarterback yeah. in Mahomes' situation gets sacked 12 times. I mean, the amount of times – remember, he's injured in this toe, right? He was kind of limping running on the field. And the amount of times where he got out of being sacked and then did a, you know, sideways throw that actually was semi-accurate was a lot. Like, there were a couple of missed catches from Kansas City earlier in the game. We think if they, they catch that, you know, it changes the momentum of the game a bit. And even at the end, you know, he tried a lot of different passes that just didn't work out, mainly because of the good defense that Tampa Bay had. Right? So I think the issue wasn't Mahomes. I think Mahomes is a good quarterback, came to the, the job, but I think it really shows that you need more than a quarterback to win the game, right? He ran when he could. He passed when he could but he did not have time and his receivers did not have space. So the passes he had to make were either impossible or likely interceptions. So uh, for me, it's just that I think it was a team mistake and maybe the, the two offensive line linesmen that were missing really would have made all that difference. I don't know if it really would have made that much, but for me, it's not a Mahomes issue. I think Mahomes did what he could and the problem is the team around him and maybe how it was structured, what the plays that were being called, and not adapting to what Tampa Bay put out there to kind of get around it. Yeah, Mahomes had an incredible few plays, I think. There was one where he, he kind of scrambled and he kind of threw it to the corner of the end zone and he, they almost caught it. And then the next play right after that, he had that like dive sidearm throw where it was almost a touchdown too. So- Yeah, that was amazing. <laughs> I mean, it was, that was incredible ridiculous. and you can see how athletic and how how good of a quarterback uh, Mahomes can be. So I don't I don't blame him entirely for this loss. I do think at times he held the ball a little too long, but again I don't know if that was because he didn't have a line or if his receivers weren't open or what. But um, I I don't blame him entirely for yeah, for that. Yeah. I think the game plan didn't help him at all. Was, uh, who's he going to pass it to? Like, who's he going to yeah. pass it to? Like, below five yards. 
you know, it's either Travis Kelsey or the running back. That's it. None of the other receivers, Hardman, Robinson, uh, Tyreek Hill are, are possession receivers, right? Guys that'll give you, you know, those three to four yards, you know, the Wes Welkers of the world, the Julian Edelman's of the world, the Antonio Browns of the world, right? Guys that you know that, you know, they'll give you short yardage and it, it's an escape for a quarterback. You, 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 don't, you don't have that in Kansas City right now and you don't have an offensive line. You know, I think it was just a recipe for disaster. I think they, they didn't adapt to the defense. They didn't, I, I was hoping in halftime because Kansas City tends to be a good halftime team. Like, they can be slow when they start, but then right after halftime, they just kind of hit the ground running. I was kind of hoping in halftime they would adjust and they would adapt and they would, you know, come out with their, you know, arm swinging, scoring touchdowns, doing what they do, but they just stuck to the same mold. It seemed like they were just playing backyard football at that point. You know, Mahomes running around, you know, stringing the ball, throwing the ball, falling around. Plus, he was injured. Let's not forget, Mahomes Mm -hmm. was nursing a toe injury so that, you know, he wasn't running at 100%, and he was asked to run Mm -hmm. every single play of the game. So, you know, so, you know, it's, it's just, you know, things that I guess in hindsight, the coaching staff will notice, they'll probably say like, damn, we could have done this differently. But watching the game, it it was extremely frustrating to see Mahomes not being able to showcase, you know, how incredibly talented he is. Yeah. Yeah. I I am a little disappointed with the Super Bowl because I I think everyone had super high expectations for the Super Bowl. I mean, it's kind of like, the 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 goat or whatever passing the baton to the next super quarterback or whatever you know what I mean yeah the, and the battle between the generations right exactly yeah yeah, yeah. battle of generations no, Tom so, Brady it, let's <laughs> not forget though the Tampa Bay defense is pretty pretty stacked in terms of the talent that they have you know let's not forget Ndama Kinsu top overall mm-hmm. pick for Detroit, you know, a lot, a lot, you know, give it like what, like six or seven years ago, you got, you know, Jason Pierre-Paul, top pick to New York Giants, also playing there. You got Shaq Barrett from Ohio State, best best defensive lineman in the league this year. You got Levante David, one of the better tackling linebackers in the league. You got Sorensen, one of the best box-to-box safeties. You know, you got Antoine Winfield Jr., you know, a rookie, but he comes from a line. You know, his dad played in the NFL for a lot, a long time for the Vikings. One of the best cornerbacks to ever do it for the Vikings and during that time. So, you know, kudos, yeah, kudos to like, yeah, Chiefs look terrible. They didn't game plan. But, you know, this Tampa Bay defense was extremely, extremely stacked with talent. No no doubt. Uh, But for me, it all comes down just to the fact that I think Kansas City were complacent. I mean, they won last year. They absolutely dominated the league this year. I mean, right? I mean, at the beginning of the game, they showed that stat that in the postseason, they'd only punted once, right, on their way to the Super Bowl. So they were probably thinking, we're the best team in the world. You know, there's this, this arrogance about it where they thought, we don't have to adapt our game because we're so good. And then when they found the team that actually, you know, found a way to neutralize them. They couldn't change it. Their lack of adaptability, I think, comes down to lack of planning and a little bit of arrogance, and which could have been really good. And that confidence. But when things are going wrong, you need to be able to have solutions. And they just did not, right? And it's not a lack of talent either, right? I mean, Kansas City has a lot of talent on the team. But they, it just didn't seem like it today. Yeah, there were, there were a lot of struggles um, in part of Kansas City. I think Tampa Bay had a flawless but easy victory 
um, they didn't seem to be challenged too hard. No, I mean, oh, no, not no, today. Not <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, the game was over by the end of the third quarter. Um, <laughs> and that yeah. normally says yeah. quite a bit. So, so, yeah, Steph, I think you and I, oh, Pocho, not just a beer, but maybe a six pack <laughs> for calling it <laughs> since, our, since our last episode. Um, it's all right. I mean, I'm going to get yeah. the Premier League beer as well. I'm going to get beers for everyone. Oh, yeah. No, I'm going to oh, lose yeah. the Premier League so bad. <laughs> Like, you know, I have I have a fan I have a hater. Like one of my good friends listens to the podcast every single week and he reminds me every single week that I said that Manchester City wouldn't go top four. Not <laughs> only that, you said I have so I I, I so badly <laughs> want to recall those comments. You said <laughs> You said, yeah, you said, you said Man City wasn't going to be top of the league. And you said well, South they were Hampton playing was so going to make it to I the mean, Europa League. But, you know. They were playing so good. And now they're yeah. 11th, well, I, can't, I think. I, you know, I They've can lost their last six games. Outrageous things. 9-0 again. I blame myself. <laughs> I know, I know, I know, you know. <laughs> and I blame myself for jumping, jumping the bandwagon with you, Steph. Because I said I, that was my hot. Hot take. It was yeah, too no, hot, it's... I think, for you guys. Maybe yeah, stick no, to said... cooler takes in the future. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll keep it hot. hotter now, Pancho. You know what? <laughs> you know? Now that, let's not forget, like, oh, now know. that Blaine Gabbert has won a Super Bowl, you know, now anything is possible, right? No one ever said Blaine Gabbert when he got drafted, you know, out of Missouri was like, hey, this guy's going to make it. They were all, oh, this guy's a huge bust, but look at him now. Huh? Exactly. Yeah, I mean, usually <laughs> I follow the Tom Brady, you know, a story. You know, you don't have to be good at the beginning; you just have to be really good after that. <laughs> I'm just gonna think of you know? hot takes for like the NBA and for the rest of the Premier League. You know, that's that's my new goal. See what I can say. Okay. Yeah. All right. So we'll see. We'll I have a question for you guys about the Super Bowl. Do you think this loss? will have a negative effect on the Chiefs kind of long-term. Like, does it destroy the confidence that Mahomes had, right? Like, when he had lost, he'd lost very short, you know, close games. Does losing mm-hmm. by so much, does it affect him long-term? I think it affects how they have to build the t- their team going forward. I think I think it exposed a lot of flaws in their roster and, and, and the physicality of their defense. They can't just rely on, like, nip and tug here and get and hope the refs don't see a holding call. Um, I think they have to work on getting um, a little bigger bodies in the receiving core. They can't just have Travis Kelsey who's over six feet and the other guys are tiny little fast dudes. So, <laughs> you know, I, I think, I think they need to re reimagine and just, you know, propose some different type of roster build that'll bring them back to the Super Bowl. I think this exposed that, you know, they're dependent on their offensive line, so they got to get that sorted, and that they, they can't play short and quick when they need to play short and quick. And I think they need to build towards that, uh, get a big, big receiver, a possession guy, someone they can play short with, and on the defense, uh, get a little bit more size, a little bit, not, not so much speed, because their corners are very quick, but a little bit more size, so they can contest with, you know, the Gronks of the world, and you know the Mike Evans of the world. So that's my take. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna agree with Steph on on that side. But I, I mean personally, while watching the end of the game, 
in my mind, I was thinking that this wasn't going to have a, a negative effect on the on the on the Chiefs. I think actually they're going to come back stronger. Oh crap! I think they're actually going to come back stronger uh, next season. And I mean, I won't say they're going to win the Super Bowl, but I think they will put up a fight. Maybe even go like how they did today, maybe like fourteen and two or or thirteen and three. Definitely high. Next, high we all know who's going to be in the Super Bowl next year, Drew. It's going to be the, the Cowboys. Buccaneers. Washington the football Cowboys. team, baby. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. You know, it's either going to be the Cowboys with the quarterback they haven't paid or, you know, the Washington football team who had a whole year to pick a mascot and they still haven't done it. Exactly. So, it's a tough you know, choice. It's a tough choice. They really messed up the first time, so we're trying to figure it out. You know, so who knows? But you know, you know who's not going to be there? The Falcons, because they're the dumbest team in football. We're definitely not going to make it. So um, you know, you, you know, I'm going to start rooting for the Falcons just just to just so that they can't tank. No, I need them tank. I need them no. to tank. You know, I need them to get a new quarterback that can throw the ball to Julio. You know, get some get some defense. You know who I'm anything. actually rooting for. You know how I'm actually rooting for next season is the Dolphins. I think they 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 had a great run this this season. It was really unfortunate that they they didn't make the playoffs. And so I'm really I agree. Really they would have they would have been contenders. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I was right beforehand. <laughs> you were just a year late. You were a year late yeah, on it. Yeah, you know exactly. Yeah, I mean, just wait. I will be correct eventually. Yeah. Steph, <laughs> Steph can't say anything because his his hot takes have been terrible. Yeah, you know, I'm. I'm still thinking. You know, I'm gonna guarantee. So I'll think of something. You know, it'll it'll be dramatic. It'll be outrageous. And then you know, I'll just you know argue it to death. You know, assuming that I'm right. When you know, a couple weeks in, I'll give up. When the the team is like zero and eight or something. <laughs> but only then. Only then. Only then. Zero exactly. seven. Zero yeah. seven. You still. Zero seven. Okay, they you know can what? still make it. The team they got this. <laughs> if it's the NFC East, you know that that's a winning record. <laughs> that's all you need that's all you need but I guess my final thought on the Bucks is how incredibly consistent they've been in the playoffs they scored yeah. 31 points in three of them and then 30 in the other one <laughs> to I be think, able to win all I games think they had a record uh, I forgot what it was I think it was 7-5 uh, and five, but then after, yeah, after the bye week, yeah, they were pretty unstoppable. Yeah, they were. They went. They went eight and zero, including the the Super Bowl tonight. So yeah. I mean, they won every game after that. Yeah, yeah and you no, know they, that that, that fifth loss was to the Chiefs, right? That was the game. Yeah, they lost so, yeah. the Chiefs, but they actually kind of like mounted a comeback. They couldn't quite win, but they did kind of come back after a very bad start. So it kind of showed this team can score a lot of points on the Chiefs, and I guess the Chiefs just didn't learn the lesson. I mean, kudos to you know the offensive coordinator Byron Leftwich. If you yeah. old guys remember, Byron Leftwich, quarterback for the Jaguars, had the longest throwing motion I've ever seen a quarterback ever have. But he could throw bullets, so you know, kudos to him. I think it's his first year as an offensive coordinator too. So, so you know, kudos to him for taking on the job of first of all being an offensive coordinator, and then second of all being an offensive coordinator to Tom Brady, which can't be easy. <laughs> So <laughs> yeah, can't be easy. But but how 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 much do you think he affected? I think Tom has a uh, huge say, guaranteed. I think Tom knows yeah, his limits. Tom, 
Tom knows what he can do, how he can do it. Uh, Tom has seen every single defense. I think if, if Byron Leftwich has seen a lot of defenses in his day, I think Tom Tom Brady was playing when Byron Leftwich was playing. Okay, so that so that's how you know <laughs> how nuts. many defenses Tom Brady has actually seen. So I think Tom Brady had a lot of input. But again, I think as a quarterback, it's very hard to call your own plays in the huddle. So you need that person outside. Even though he might follow your philosophy, you need that person outside to kind of tell you uh, what to do and, and, you know, have an objective kind of view on everything. So I think Tom has a huge say in what happens and who gets cut and who gets signed. Let's forget. Let's not forget. He threw, I think it was five passes in a row to Antonio Brown. So Antonio Brown could get a bonus for getting a certain amount of catches in his contract. So this is a guy who knows, you know, what's in people's contracts even. So, you know, I'm, I'm just saying Tom's building that I roster. Know that. That's pretty funny. Yeah, Tom's building a roster and he's going to keep building it, you know, as he sees fit because, you know, who better than a guy who's been to 10 Super Bowls, right, in the past 20 years? And won seven, right? Exactly. <laughs> it's crazy. I think he's the most – He's an athlete with the athlete with the most rings, right? Yeah. Yeah, well, in American sports. In in American sports, yeah. Very Very impressive. <laughs> so so, I I wanted to meet with you guys yesterday, primarily to kind of talk strengths and weaknesses about each team and 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 all that. But I also wanted to know what your predictions were. So, um, taking aside what the score was today. What did you guys have in mind for the predictions? Um, I thought the Bucks were going to win, but I thought it was going to be close, like, you know, 31-28, you know? It's very, like, I assumed it'd be, like, a field goal range or maybe four points away. Like, I thought it was going to be close. I definitely expected the Chiefs to get over 20 points. Like, that was for sure. I'm trying to that in mind. And I thought it was going to be a case where the Buccaneers would have to come back and get the winning touchdown or the winning field goal late into the game, um, and that would be the decider. That's better stuff. Steph, what do you think? I had the Chiefs. I had the Chiefs. Of course, I picked the wrong team. You know, it's yeah. become a habit now. <laughs> yeah, it's so, a habit now. <laughs> you know, so, you know, watch out, NBA. You know, if I pick, you know, the <laughs> Lakers, they might not win. Oh, so. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I had the Chiefs. I thought Mahomes Wait, was just going to take over. Wait, going back to Lakers, that first game, December 22nd, it was LA Lakers and LA Clippers, and both you and I picked the Lakers, and Pocho picked the Clippers, and the I'm Clippers won. You. you know, I, I forgot that you know, it wasn't the playoffs. I forgot it wasn't the playoffs, so Pandemic P wasn't out there. You know, I forgot. Okay. <laughs> okay. You know, if it was okay. the playoffs, that would have been a different story. But okay, no. okay, gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. and maybe the playoffs I would have said differently too, but I'm just saying, you know? Yeah, I Pocho, know sports, Pocho, Pocho, clearly. Pocho, yeah, Pocho is just like, he's like three for three, you know, and he's gonna he's probably going to nail the Premier League, you know, predictions at this point. So, you know, I, I don't know. I, you know, who, who knows we'll at this see, point? We'll see how it goes with, with Champions League, too, because that's coming up. Yeah, oh, Dark yeah. Horse Atlanta, I'm telling you already. <laughs> oh, God. All right, okay. step, step, go ahead. You, you were saying on why you were picking for the Chiefs? I thought Mahomes was just going to take over, to be honest. I thought I thought he was, you know, his he's super talented, very unconventional. Um, I thought, you know, they, they would just be able to to out talent the other team, but I, I didn't I didn't foresee just 
how bad the offensive line for Mahomes actually was because I don't think mm-hmm. it was on display uh, for the you know for the last playoff games. Um, so I, I didn't see him running around as much as I did today. And, you know, I, I just thought that was going to carry them, right? When you have a player that special that early on, you kind of want to root for him to kind of keep winning, you know, besides, you know, Tom Brady. You know, some people root for him, some people don't. But, you know, I think Mahomes was going to carry the team. You know, big surprise, I was mistaken. Uh, I don't. I think it's going to affect them for next year. I think they, they have to do a major rebuild. Uh, to be able to reassess how they can get to the Super Bowl and win a Super Bowl. Now that Tom Brady, um, you know, I, somehow they became, the Bucks became the best team in the league now. So. <laughs> somehow, yeah. Somehow. <laughs> but you called it, and that's yeah, how it so, went. So, you know, who, who, know, who knows? But, yeah, I'm, I'm disappointed with the Chiefs in the homes. They were my pick. Um, I couldn't be more let down, and this is coming from a Falcons fan, so it, it says a lot. <laughs> so you're, you're constantly, you're constantly. Exactly, I'm constantly <laughs> let down. You know, that's fair. That's fair. I was going for the Bucks too, but I was thinking it was going to be more like a, like a Bucks touchdown, Chiefs touchdown, Bucks field goal, Bucks touchdown, Chiefs field goal, Chiefs touchdown. You know, I thought it was going to be very like one way yeah, right. and then yeah, the just other. a rapid fire game exactly um and so i was and i was fairly disappointed i was going for the bucks though i think experience was going to trump uh youth in this in this um okay and you're getting political this is a sports podcast okay no no so, <laughs> all right whatever <laughs> cut that part out i thought experience was gonna beat you that's one of my best jokes why are you gonna cut that out <laughs> yeah. you it's finally made us laugh it's, it's, it's worth it <laughs> come on <laughs> but i mean for me i i just thought it was a matter of sometimes things have to happen for the storyline and like sometimes not even about quality it's just you know Tom Brady had to go prove he was the best. And, like, there, there couldn't be the argument of, oh, well, you know, he always did it with the same coach and the same team holding it against yeah. him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So, I for think, me, I thought, it doesn't matter how good the Chiefs are. Well, I think I he like, already – I think he proved that when he – I think he proved that when he went to the playoffs and the Patriots didn't. I think that was already proved then. I think he just was yeah, gone but, the extra you know, mile, like, this isn't over yet, you know? And, I mean – Tom Brady's just Tom Brady for all the I mean, greatest long term generation, right? Like the question, because I mean, we, we found out the answer of can the Patriots win without Brady is a clear no. Yeah. But then the follow up of can Brady, can Brady win the Patriots, right? It, it just proves the Patriots were dependent on Brady, you know? What if it's all almost entirely? Or Gronk, yes. It might have been just Gronk. <laughs> Gronk had two touchdowns today. Yeah, yeah. Gronk played real good. Mm. I'm a little surprised. Like, I thought that, that he might even get the MVP of the game just because of that. Um, but, you know, Tom Brady does make a bit more sense being the quarterback and, and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, Pocho, you, you just kind of reminded me. Before the Super Bowl, there was the MVP award. For, for the NFL, and Aaron Rodgers won that. Mr. Discount Double Check. I think I called that one, if I'm not wrong. <laughs> I don't think you did. I think you were going for Mahomes on that one, too. What? What? I knew I, mean? I was going I knew I was going for, for Rodgers for the MVP. 
I don't remember like, who I was going for, but if my record said listening. anything, I probably said Rodgers. <laughs> Based on my record, I'm going to ask if I was right. <laughs> no. I don't think that's how yeah, it works. I, I'm not, yeah, I'm not going to argue We're not counting that, that one. No, we're I not counting that how it works, actually. I think I just say things and then they happen. Uh, <laughs> I agree. I think, I think yeah, yeah, that's how it works. Not counting it. No, not counting it. <laughs> But I mean, uh, I, I I was going for Aaron Rodgers because I was hoping that he would go to the to the Super Bowl as well, um, and so I was going for him, and I'm super happy that he did win the 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 MVP because I think he deserves it. I think he he proved that. I think he proved that he's still not out of it. Yeah, well, no, he's definitely know, he, he is out of it player. unless the Packers decide to you know. Draft a receiver, running back, tight end, defensive line, um, you know, anything that can help Rodgers, you know, on offense would be nice. But we all know they're not going to do it. So he's sadly, I don't think he's going to win another Super Bowl unless he gets uh, more help in the in the offensive side. I mean, we, we just saw what it took Tom Brady to do it. Right. And, you know, he had Antonio Brown, Gronkowski, Mike Evans, you know, Chris Godwin, Scotty Miller. You know, O.J. Howard, Cam Brate, you know, Leonard Fournette. You know, he, he, that's the amount of players that it took Tom Brady to, to carry this team to the Super Bowl. And who does, you know, Aaron Rodgers have? You know, Devontae Adams. You know, can you name one running back from the Packers? No, you probably can't. So, you know. <laughs> yeah, so, that, yeah, so he's the MVP. Great for him. But he needs help to win that Super Bowl. I can guarantee he probably cares more about winning a Super Bowl than winning another MVP. I think, I think everyone cares about winning the championship more than they do about the MVP. Yeah, it's a, it's a team sport there, right? You want to win team, team achievements. You know, the personal ones are nice, but the big one is the team one. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. All right, so let's get into the important part of this conversation, the halftime show. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, what What did you guys think of the halftime show? The weekend. How did he do? I mean, I thought he would do fine. It's just it's clear that the COVID restrictions and whatnot really affected what he could do. Like what it was not to do. I thought it was fine. Like I, I saw some really mean comments online about it. Um, I think not that bad. It It isn't as good as the as other years. I think, but that's just because. It couldn't be right now. You, you couldn't yeah. have, you know, fans on next to the stage on the field. So mm-hmm. I think he did okay. His songs are good. So that's my thoughts. It was okay. That's fair. I, I thought it was okay. I didn't think too much of it. I thought it was nothing too big. I don't think it's going to be that memorable, you know? Like it was a nice show. It was just like, yeah, yeah I a agree nice with show. you. That's a nice show. Yeah, I mean, he, he's a great, you know, great singer, you know, has everyone probably knows his songs. Like, yeah. But like, I think we were all, you know, because of COVID, you might be right. Like, there wasn't that like wow factor where they can bring like guest artists, you know, they show up, uh, you know, mm-hmm. you, you get like, you know, different, different artists, you know, singing, you know, collaborating on different songs. You get more of a show on it. Um, yeah, I, I just think it, it was lacking. Um but for me, you know, the the real, the real, you know, worst moment in the Super Bowl was a commercial for like a milk company where the CEO was singing in the piano. And I swear to God, I've never seen a more stupid commercial in my life. <laughs> yeah, that was, uh, yeah, 
the oats remember, milk guy. Yeah, oh, man. Yeah, like, yeah, hire yeah. someone to do this. Don't do it yourself. Yeah, well, yeah, you, know? you know, you know, that's what happens when you like, you know, always laugh at like the CEO's jokes, right? Like, you know, <laughs> he, he thinks he probably thinks, you know, people told him like, hey, you're a really good singer. You know, he's like, let's do a Super Bowl commercial about it. You know, that's Let what me just sing. <laughs> yeah, you know, it was so bad. I, I when I saw that commercial, I was like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> Why are they yeah. showing this guy? I kept trying to find like the joke, like you know, maybe like you know, a fridge is gonna talk, you know, fall on top of him, or like a cow or something. But no, it's just the guy singing. Okay, huge disappointment. One star review. Very sad. Uh, well, no, the best one I think was the M and M's commercial. That was a high yeah, quality yeah, commercial. Yeah, it was well done. Yeah, that was a good one. I agree. Really, really good one. I'm trying to remember which one it was. To be honest, I was with people, so I didn't really pay much attention to the commercials. Wait, 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 oh, wait. Yeah. But you paid attention to the game? Have your priorities straight, Kinda, Andrew. Yeah, yeah come on, man. <laughs> watch the, yeah, watch the commercials, bro. What are you doing? I, I, listen, there's pizza and beer in front of me. That's kind of what I was focused on more than Yeah, that. half the commercials <laughs> are either it. pizza or beer. Like, you know, what, what are you... <laughs> That's you actually know, so we, true, though. There were there were like Bud Light, you know, where they killed the Bud Light Knight. Oh yeah, they <laughs> killed the Bud, Bud <laughs> Light Knight. That was, Knight. Right that was really sad. You know, that was really you, sad. There was State Farm, where you know, the, you know, the Mahomes. That the one was my favorite. That, yeah, that, that one was pretty good. Drake, Drake from Paul State Farm. Uh, I'm Drake from State you know. Farm. <laughs> that one was my favorite. A couple of really good, good ones one. there, but you know, yeah, I have to agree. You know, the the Eminem one. Really good. I have to go but, back and watch it. But no, no, no. The Oatly one, you know, I will never ever buy that milk <laughs> if I see it in a supermarket. I will Oatly, you will actively not buy it. You're yeah, like, I'll, I'll see it and I'll no. be like, I do not want that guy to think sing again. So I don't want to buy you your milk. Thank you. <laughs> he needs to know. He needs to find out. Uh, <laughs> oh God. All right. Well, we're we're running out of time here, everyone. So. This, this was a recap for the Super Bowl, Super Bowl's 55. In my opinion, it wasn't that great of a Super Bowl, but it was still a great game. Pretty happy that Tom Brady won that seventh ring. Um, thank you, everyone, for joining us tonight, and hope to see you guys soon. Bye, guys. See you. Thanks, everyone.